If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. I'm guessing one in three Americans will not be stomping their feet, at least according to research. What is happiness costing us? We are taught happiness means material possessions, the big house, the fancy cars, luxurious vacations, the perfect life. We pursue these things only to find out that it leaves us empty. But we keep doing the same things generation after generation, telling our kids, telling our friends, telling people that this will lead us to success when it does not. Doing the same things, expecting a different result, is insanity. Martin Luther King had it right when he said, make a career of humanity, commit yourself to noble struggle for equal rights, you will make a better person of yourself, a greater nation of your country, and a finer world to live in. It's so true. In my coaching program, I teach clients to follow a people-first approach. The idea is that you seek to understand people. You build bridges. You don't compete with other people. You don't compare yourself to other people. And you certainly don't try to destroy them. You commit yourself to humanity. You fight for the cause of others, not just for your own cause, but you're fighting for something that's greater than that of yourself. The Harvard study further establishes that people who had these good relationships and social connections were happier and healthier than those who did not. Our key to being happier and healthier is in the ability to lean into others rather than leaning into work. This may be difficult to accept considering we are told that happiness will come one day when we have this perfect life. The more we prolong our happiness, the more we destroy our own health and well-being. Another discovery from the Harvard study is that those with good social connections maintain better memory over long term. Hello? Who doesn't want to have better memory over the long term? I know I do. Relationships, on the other hand, that were toxic, full of drama, conflict, those relationships led to a significant breakdown in the health and happiness of those participants. Furthermore, those people with the high drama life, they did not maintain good memory as they aged. You know, our society, we are obsessed with reality TV. You see people doing the most outrageous things to get the five minutes of fame. But if we live our lives full of drama, full of conflict, full of anger, bitterness, then it leads to a breakdown in our bodies. When we live a life rich with human connections, we are happier. What would our lives look like if we valued our friends and family? We tend to mistakenly believe that people are a problem. I tell you, people are our solution and the key to our better health and happiness. If you think about it, how many times, maybe in your own personal life or in someone you know, you see the toll that relationships break down cost. For some people, when a relationship breaks down and doesn't work out, their mental health takes a beating. For some people, they have to check into rehab. And for some, they commit suicide. Relationships are important. And when they don't go well, they can take a drastic toll on our lives. 
It will serve us well if we shift our priorities to the things that truly matter, to the things that are proven to make us happier and healthier. But why is this so difficult? Why is it so easy to choose to work more hours than it is to resolve a conflict with a friend or a loved one? Well, because people are complicated creatures and we tend to want to have them behave the way we want. We want to mold them and shape them. We just really want little puppets. We try to fix people often, which leads us to feeling frustration when they don't conform to our standards. I wonder what our lives would look like if we decided to just accept people and treat them the way that they deserve to be treated instead of us trying to fix them. What if we committed to appreciating people just the way they are? You see, the quality of our lives are determined by the quality of our relationships. Hence, we must shift our priorities to fostering good relationships with people. Not just good relationships, but healthy, good relationships. Pouring more into work will not help if we are failing to connect and build relationships with people. We know the solution is not more work. The solution is... Lean on your brother, lean on your sister, lean on your community, lean on those around you. There's an old saying that it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a person. It takes a village for us to go through life successfully, happy, at peace. We weren't designed to be alone. We weren't designed to be isolated, chasing money, chasing stuff, chasing this corporate ladder. We were created to serve, to love, to be present with people. The cost of happiness is too great a cost to pay when the solution is so simple. We must make a career out of humanity. Recently in the news, there were celebrities and others who fake disabilities, Photoshop faces, and they paid money to get their kids into elite colleges. Why? As if having money wasn't enough, they wanted also to have the bragging rights of knowing that, hey, my kid got into Harvard, my kid got into Yale. So they were willing to do whatever it took to get that image, to get that perfection, that picture of success for them, knowing that their kids got into these top schools and it didn't matter to them whether or not they were lying or cheating or scamming. The goal was... We need this perfect life. We want success. We want people to know that not only are we wealthy, but we also have smart, successful kids who are capable of going to the best schools. That is where we have come as a society, where we are willing to chase even a fake image of success because we think that it makes us more important, that in some ways that we are more valuable. But the truth is, those things don't mean anything. It just means whatever you think it means. But the science doesn't confirm these things. The science is clear that when we have good quality relationships, we are happier. The people around us are happier. So Martin Luther King had it right. And if we commit to making a career of humanity, we will be happier and healthier and have better mental health and have better memory over the course of our lives. The question is, are we willing to do what is necessary to be happy? 
Here are a few ways that we can increase the quality of our relationships. Firstly, accept people as they are. How many times have you maybe dated someone or you were friends with someone and they said, hey, you know what? I really don't like hiking. And you're thinking, yeah, right. You know, I'm going to convince them. They've never really hiked. They don't really understand it. I'm going to show them. We didn't take what they said as truth. We're like, no, we're going to mold them. And then later on, we're like, hey, we're going hiking. And this person says, dude, not into hiking. I'm not doing it. Then we become frustrated. We become so upset. Why? We didn't listen. So it would serve us well if we accept people as they are. Our lives would be so, so much easier. You know, just accept them. Remember that life is about progress, not perfection. You know, back to the story with these celebrities and with these people who have a lot of money and how they pay to have their kids get into these elite schools, right? They wanted perfection. They wanted to have this image that their lives were perfect, that their kids were perfect, all right? And so they were willing to do whatever it took to get that, to feel that, to show that. If we remember that life is not about perfection, and what is perfection anyway? Can any of us even live up to this standard? It would really serve us well if we just remember that life is about progress, not perfection. And it would also serve us well if we remember to live a life that is meaningful to us. Not a life that's meaningful to our friends or our family or whoever, but living a life that is meaningful for you. So what is meaningful to you? When you find that out, live that out, right? Because so many people aren't living passionately. They're not happy because they are trying to walk in somebody else's shoes. These shoes were not designed for us. So therefore, we're not going to fit it. And our lives would always feel like it's just something isn't right. And that's because we're not living our truth. We have to live life according to what we know is going to work well for us. And then the other thing is, appreciate your flaws. We must appreciate our flaws and the flaws of those around us. No one's perfect and perfection is boring, right? Appreciate your flaws and laugh at that. That's cool. Like, it's not that big of a deal, right? Other thing is, seek to understand people first. How many times do we enter a conversation not really intending to listen, just trying to make our point to let the person know, hey, I know everything, I'm smarter than you, you're really stupid, I know more. And we're not really listening. I'm saying, seek first to understand. Practice empathetic listening. And you are going to contribute better to the conversation and really understand this person. The other thing is, practice being the last to speak. Oftentimes, we just want to rattle everything off. Speak first. I know this. I know everything. What would it look like if we spoke last? That we entered a room and we absorbed what people were saying and then at the end, be the last person to add something. Be a bridge builder. Many people go around torching bridges feeling like they don't need people. They only need people who maybe have a certain title or maybe went to a certain school They trample on people who they feel are beneath them or less than them or maybe make less money. That is a foolish approach, right? We must make a career of humanity. That means all people. We must respect all people, fight for all people. It doesn't matter if you're white or if you're black or if you're Jewish or whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. We are all woven together. 
as humanity. And so what affects one directly affects all indirectly. And so we are woven together. So for better or worse, we are the human race. And so we must remember that. We must seek to be a bridge builder rather than a destroyer. The other thing is reach out to people who are important and tell them, I appreciate you. I value you. I remember when you did this for me. Thank you. That would transform your relationships rather than criticizing people, condemning people. What would your relationships look like if you just took some efforts to water it, to pour in some good fertilizer, constructive feedback, kindness, practice empathetic listening. Wow, it would be a game changer. Then the other thing is, remember that people go where they feel appreciated, but stay where they feel valued. When we don't value people, they don't really want to be around us. If you find that you're constantly lonely and isolated and you try to make friends, but people don't really want to be around you, what are you doing when you're with them? Are you criticizing them? Are you being sarcastic? Are you talking down to them? Are you belittling them? Or are you valuing them? You see, if you value people, they will flock to you. So practice valuing people. So those are just a couple of experiments for you to think of trying. If you want to be happier and healthier, have better mental health and long-term memory over the course of your life, then you must do something different. And I hope that you practice some of these tips because I want you to be happy and healthy and just your awesome best self. Until next time, remember, attitude changes everything. Everything.